Welcome to the Resentment-Free Relationships Podcast. I'm Becky Smith, your certified life coach, here to help you go from exhausted and resentful to feeling connected and confident in your relationships. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about a topic that has been on my heart and mind but was not what I was going to upload today. I had a podcast all ready to go and all I had to do was push the button. But this topic keeps coming up and I feel impressed to share it with you. I had several people email me the same article about this topic. If somebody isn't trying to tap me on the shoulder and remind me that this is important and that people need to hear this, then I don't know what is. So I'm just going to listen. I'm going to listen to what I believe to be the Holy Spirit telling me to share this with you today. And I'm going to be sharing with you my thoughts and my experiences on the topic of perfectionism. If you have listened to this podcast, you know that it's one of the things that I struggle with. I struggle with the three P's and I think they're all interrelated. Those three P's are perfectionism, procrastination, and people-pleasing. I'm very acquainted with all of them. But perfectionism seems to be holding me back in pursuing a lot of my dreams and in pursuing what I know God wants me to do. And if I'm struggling, I'm guessing that you're struggling too. But I first want to just start with some Brene Brown quotes about perfectionism because she really is the queen when it comes to understanding perfectionism. She wrote a book on it. And so I want to start with her. And she says, Perfectionism is the belief that if we live perfect, look perfect, act perfect, we can minimize or avoid the pain of blame, judgment, and shame. That one hits home, right? Perfectionism isn't about excellence. It's not about doing your best. It is about thinking that if you are perfect and good enough, that you won't have to deal with pain. Isn't that interesting? Another quote from her, perfectionism is self-destructive simply because there is no such thing as perfect. Perfection is an unattainable goal. In the scriptures, in the Bible, there is a verse that says, be ye therefore perfect. And that verse has caused, in my mind, a lot of misunderstandings. That word perfect has really been, the meaning of it has been changed over time through translation, as we evolve as a species, the meaning of words change. Like the word cool 
it doesn't just mean temperature anymore. It means a lot of different things. And that's happened to the word perfect. So in the Jewish tradition, one of the words for perfect is tamen. And that's spelled T-A-M-I-N. That means wholeheartedly, resolute, committed, and love. So if we were to take that scripture that says, be therefore perfect, and we interchanged it with the words, be therefore wholeheartedly or wholehearted, resolute, committed, and love. Does that change it for you? Because that changed it for me. It takes off the belief that we have to be good enough. That there is such a thing as good enough. That there is a right way to do something. It talks about more things that I can actually control. And that is, am I wholehearted? Am I in this completely? Am I resolute? Am I committed? Are my actions coming from love? And when I apply that to the things that I'm really struggling with, I can say yes to all of those. And it kind of drops off some of the heaviness of the perfectionism, of this belief that I have to be better than I am. That's what I would say perfectionism is, is the belief that you have to be better than you are in order to be loved, in order to be liked, in order to just be. And that belief comes from so many different sources. But one of the biggest ones is comes from comparing ourselves to other people or other things or the right way to do something. Now there's a version of the story of Adam and Eve that I have been taught in my faith. And in that story, once Satan gets Eve to take the forbidden fruit, he immediately tells her and Adam to hide. He tells them, or better said, he shames them. He tells them they're not good enough. Right there. I think that is the essence of all the things, all the peas that I struggle with and that you may be struggling with. Is it's a way of hiding. Procrastination is hiding from that feeling of fear or that feeling of dread. We just keep putting it off. Perfectionism is hiding from our insecurities, our flaws, and our mistakes that we don't want the world to see. And people-pleasing is hiding from judgment, hiding from shame. It's all just a big mirage, right? Another quote, perfectionism is the most paralyzing form of self-abuse. Let that sink in. Are you like me and do you use it as a weapon to beat yourself up? To measure yourself with? This next one hit home. Perfectionism is the art of never being satisfied. Do you know how many times I have re-recorded a video to send out on Instagram that's only supposed to be 15 seconds, but I've been doing it for 30 minutes 
because it just was never good enough. I have been committing lately to not editing myself ahead of time, to just recording the video and letting it be whatever it needed to be in that time. Or I might limit myself to only three takes. There are ways to battle this perfectionism that creeps in, that stills our essence of who we truly are. The first step, and it's always the first step, is to recognize where this perfectionism is creeping up on you in your life. I want you to ask yourself, what are ways you are hiding in your life? Then what is one action that you can take today to overcome the unhealthy comparison and perfectionism? I gave you a few of mine, which was to let it be, allow for my mistakes, let them happen. This just brought to mind another way that I have been practicing letting go of perfectionism. And that's when I teach my group fitness classes. When I first began to teach, I really had a hard time with one of my formats because I had to memorize everything. And it was never, ever perfect. I would forget something. I would cue it wrong. I would get off beat. And I always noticed my mess ups. And I would even point them out to my class. And I would always just kind of beat myself up for them. Now, I expect them to happen. I don't expect it to be perfect. I expect there to be this many cueing mistakes, this many off the beat. And whenever it happens now, I just laugh. There it is. I knew it was coming. And it's okay. That is one of the ways that I personally deal with perfectionism. And it's just a little tiny slice of my life. But when I can see that I'm doing it there, it helps me to see where I could do it in other places. All right, my friends. This week, look for perfectionism. Look for how it shows up for you. It might be just that simple thought, I'm not good enough. Or I would be better if. Or if this was just different in my life, then it would be better. Look for that perfectionism. Remember, all we have to be is wholehearted, resolute, committed, and coming from love. That is enough. You are enough. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now. If this episode resonated with you, then I know you'd love a quick one-on-one chat with me where we get to talk privately about your specific issue or concern. And you'll come away with one specific strategy that you can use today to change your life and your relationships. And the best part is it's absolutely free. So click the link in the show notes and sign up today.